There are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then just, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the ladies. A lot of people here tonight felt like they lost. You know why? Now, experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the the case. Thought that was that was the the case. Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. My name is Luke. I'm Salty. I'm Cam. Are you going to do your name every time? My name is Luke. Yeah, it's kind okay. of the band the the what you call it, the patter I've fallen into. Right. You okay with that? Should yeah, I fine. change it? No, yeah, that's fine. You are Robbo, though. I mean, I can have multiple names. Mm. Some of the greatest people in history had multiple names. I Eminem. Can, I introduced a, introduced a friend in the States to the podcast this week. And they're like, oh, yeah. So, who's Liam? I'm like, who are you talking about? They're like, you know, Liam. I'm like, there's Luke. And they're like, oh, yeah, him and Robbo, they're good. I'm like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I am doing the work of two people. All right. And both of them are good. That's uh, no big deal. Thank you, listener. Shall we begin, folks? Yes. Let's start with something fun with a Nazi gear. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody Nazis. We can't escape them, can we? No. no. They are can we... escape us, though, all the way to South America. Are we going to do them first and then... And then we're going to talk We're going to talk about uh, the twin town of Brazil. Mm-hmm. And then we are going to discuss Black Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Which is a lot like Black Bart Simpson, I think, I believe. What's Black Bart Simpson? That's just when they make Bart Simpson black. When do they do that? On t-shirts. Oh, okay. They also made him green. It was like the Simpson Martians t-shirt I remember seeing. All right. Is it the same as Black Jesus? I don't know if it's the same as that. Okay. Before we go, we should uh, thank our Patreon supporters. Yes. But especially Tom. Thanks, Tom. If you want to jump on Patreon and give us a little bit of support, we'd appreciate it. You can pledge anywhere from $3.33 to whatever you want. The sky's the limit. Yeah. Tom pledges his own. Well, the, the <clears throat> dome's the limit. Well, the, yeah. Firmament. Firmament. Uh, Tom does $33.33. This is a body solid number. Yep. All right. Let's begin. We are going to talk about this little town in Brazil where they've got a hell of a lot of twins. Did you write down the town's name? No, you did. I sure did. And what is the town's name? Candido Godoy. I don't know how that's how it's said. My Portuguese sure. mm-hmm. is not great. So it, it's not, and it's it's like a little village near that town, right? 6,000 people. So yeah. it's a town. Mm. Yeah. 
a village. A lot of German immigrants. Yeah. 80% German. I think 13% Polish. So German or Euro immigrants. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> we know famously the Germans that immigrated to South America were the Nazis. Yes. I think this was already German before the Nazis. Someone had to go first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They Scope were prob- it out. <laughs> Um, my cousin. No, what accent was that? I don't know. I don't know. A, yeah, we'll lose that bit. <laughs> um, yeah, lots of twins. Lots of twins. So seven hundred twins for six thousand people. Yeah, not identical twins, just fraternal twins. A lot of them are identical. No, this was a. I think there was a, a mix-up at some point about how many identical twins there were. Oh, okay. I watched a thing from BBC. <clears throat> the news service, mm. and they all showed identical ones. But there's a difference, right? There's a difference between identical twins. You can get twins who look very similar, mm. and identical twins, there's a difference. A lot of twins look alike, mm. but true identical twins is a specific type but, of twin. Yeah. They were showing these as identical. Well, right. That's, I think there's a lot of... What we'll learn very shortly is there's a lot of bullshit about this story. Okay. Yeah. I think that I, there being heaps of identical twins is one of them because it is a separate thing to the, just the general twinning thing. Yeah. The general twinning thing is I, when there's two eggs which are fertilised. Mm. The identical twin thing is when there is one egg and then it sort of sp- splits into two instead of uh, multiplying in it within itself. Mm. And then it continues to split. Which... Doesn't seem fair that they get like they skip. They've skipped a whole split, really, haven't they? Mm. Like a whole, you know, when you little eggs multiplying, go from two cells to four cells, Mm. and four to eight. Yeah, they've skipped a step. Okay, they they lost one on the. So shouldn't they all be tiny or little people? Don't know. Cut this. <laughs> there is, but no, don't cut it because there is a there is another type of twin, right? Which is where the cell splits, but not properly. So there's there's two embryos, but one of them is sort of like the junk from the first one. So right. one of them is, becomes the primary one. One of them becomes the secondary one. Much in your sort of Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito type situation. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. how much of our knowledge of twins comes from the movie Twins? <laughs> and um. I think that's how that works. And they, they usually look identical, but they're not. Okay. I know. So some, one of them's like just a bit rubbish. I know some look. twins that look very similar, but I think that's their situation is okay. they were like this other type of twin. Did Was it easy to tell knowing them who was the junk one? Well, I don't think. I don't. Well, I don't, I don't think know. I know that's probably not how it works, but like yeah, the way you no, described it was like, no, you, you get the off cuts from you the You look at them one. and you go, you guys look very similar. Yeah. Um, but you could tell the you could tell them apart relatively easily. Okay. So in this like the documentary I watched, did they were talking about how you know they play play silly buggers in school and all those mm-hmm. twin things? So as if you wouldn't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But what what I'm saying is there was there is a high portion of identical as well as right. non-identical. But what you're saying is it's that portion is greatly exaggerated. I, th- I believe so because I think the main thing is that they're. Just normal twins. Yeah. Which is still weird. Mm. It's not that weird. They're like, this is the... Their big, the big claim of this town is we have the highest number of twins of anywhere in the world. Not true. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think there's two other that beat it. And there's about five or six in the same 
same ballpark. Mm. Uh, one in Nigeria, which I think has the most. I tried to work it out on Wikipedia, but they didn't have the same types of figures. Yeah. So like this one it was 700 people out of 6,000. The one in Nigeria was 50. For every 1,000 live births, there's 50 twins. Mm. It's like, oh, I don't know how to work that out. Too. Yeah. And what... It- what are we not counting by making only live births? Yeah. Do you I, have, is it like 100% of the non-live births are twins? Because that's much more newsworthy. I guess um, <laughs> maybe it's a census thing. It's, they're not keeping strict numbers on the town yeah. or whatever. Um, but Plus, yeah. Robbo was too busy trying to put a Wii together to do some simple maths in his head. Why are you going to bring that up? <laughs> It's fairly simple operation. You just got to put the bar on top of the TV. Yeah, the bar was in an awkward spot. My lounge isn't set up for it. Okay. Anyway. Fucking hell. <laughs> can, can you stop, can you st- stop derailing things, please, Robo? <laughs> so the thing about this little town in Brazil, though, which differentiates it from these other little high twin towns, is that they don't have the ghost of one uh, Joseph Mengele uh, looming over them. Who? It was Joseph Mengele. He was a Nazi. He was, I think he was like the chief uh, Nazi medical guy. I, th- I think he made the decision on who gets killed and who doesn't, basically. He, he was... In Auschwitz. He did a lot of... He was main, What he's most known for is doing a lot of experiments. Mm. We, talk, uh, we talked to him about him like one or two episodes ago. Uh, th- that was a different guy. That was a guy that was like doing specific experiments about... Like a withstanding cold and things. Mengele was doing a lot of similar stuff. All oh, right, so Mengele and Mengels are two different people. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. There you, go. you learn something new every day. <laughs> I mean, two Nazi scientists with Menge names. Mm. Mengele, I can see why. So he was he did a lot of really fucked up stuff, mm. uh, and he's sort of known for focusing on twins mm-hmm. to a certain extent. <clears throat> I think so. The idea is that uh, that you see in a lot of the stuff about this town is that he was trying to continue the research that he began in Europe, mm. which was to the way they put it is that he's doing all this research to promote the reproductive abilities of the Aryan race. That's all he was up to. Yeah. So, so I guess having people to have more twins. Yeah. And then more. If you get two for one, yeah. you've probably got more Nazis on your hands. That's, yeah. just, that's just common sense value. Yeah. If, you, if I go into a shop and there's like, I'm going to, I'm going to go buy a drink yeah. and I only want one drink, yeah. but there's a two for one, I'm, I walk out with two drinks. Yeah. yeah. It's just, that's just how it so, works. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want to go into a shop and walk out with two Nazis? Yeah. 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 Exactly. So there's a bunch of, even after it's proven that Mengele had nothing, has nothing to do with this town. There's still heaps of stuff out there about how he definitely does. And it's all yeah. about him continuing his, you know, you know, compared to some of the other stuff the Nazis were doing, not so bad research. But the thing is, that's all bullshit as well. Because <laughs> his research in the camps wasn't focused on trying to make more twins. Mm. He was doing, he'd do shit like he'd poison one twin and then he'd take the blood out of that twin and put it into another one. Right. To see what happened. Okay. It wasn't fun research. No. And like just chopping off arms for no reason, seeing if the other twin 
felt anything. Right. Uh, apparently, he was really weird. What is if that? If you can believe it. But what, he was what weird. What's that gain for the Nazis? Well, he was. They just fucking loved doing that shit, didn't they? Apparently, he was just a bit of a psycho. Okay. But he'd be like really kind to the children yeah. that he was experimenting on. Like up until the experiments. Yeah, okay. Because they had their own little area in the camp, which was, you know, supposed to be a bit nicer. Yeah. But then, you know, he'd be nice. He might bring them a suite one day and send them to the chambers the next day. Yeah. Which I think is not as nice as it could be. <laughs> no, that's, um, I don't think it's a nice person that does that kind no, of thing. No, it's actually quite mean. Yeah. So I did read a claim. This, this fellow wrote a book. Um, the book was called Mengele, the Angel of Death in South America. Um, this guy's name was George Camasara. Uh, he claims that the first twins, they didn't have any twins in this town until Mengele was spotted mm. around the town. So he never actually lived there, but he was spotted a bunch. Maybe. And he also, yeah, and a lot of people saying that he was like coming to town as a vet and working on cows and stuff. Mm. Um, anyway, apparently the first twins, they weren't there till he came around, but that's not true. No. This town was already quite... <laughs> Twin headwind. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm already questioning that guy's research. So yeah, the idea... So after the war, Mengele uh, pissed off. He had some papers in someone else's name. And he went down to South America, where I have to say, look, all respect to Simon Weisenthal and, you know, Mossad and everyone, mm-hmm. all the good Nazi hunters. Mm-hmm. You know, I love a good Nazi hunt. Yep, sounds good. I feel like they dropped the ball on Mengele, especially because at one point he was just going by the alias Jose Mengele. <laughs> he just dropped the F. <laughs> <clears throat> but I mean, at one point he went by a bunch of different names. But at certain points, he was just going. He just went back to Europe. He went to West Germany. I think he holidayed in Switzerland at one point as well. Mm. Yeah. But he actually went to West Germany, yeah, right, and got like all of his actual papers. <laughs> like went to the office and said, "Oh, can I just get um my papers? Oh, it's uh it's um Gary <clears throat> And they're like, "Oh, yep, I'll just pull that out." It's like that's the time to arrest this bloke. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. in enemy territory. They didn't. No. But yeah, I think there was a, a plan to extract him at one point, but uh, the, the Egypt came up and they, they couldn't. They're like, well, we can take care of Egypt or we can get this Nazi. Get this Nazi. Um, anyway, he was. So he was living in South America. He was doing some medical stuff. He did get picked up for practicing without a license with a bunch of other dodgy Brazilian doctors at one point. Uh, he's suspected of having done abortions and things like uh, illegal abortions or you know behind the scenes yeah. sort of things. There's really no evidence that he was this vet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, people said this vet would come around and be like, oh yeah, I can sort your cows out. But there are like he was also like if you've got any if you need any uh, humans inseminated I can take care of that as well. And treating people and always taking their blood was something that he allegedly did. If people came to him for medicine, like right. they had a cough, oh, I'm just taking your blood. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> that must be any dodgy Brazilian doctor. Yeah, yeah. I imagine you could sell blood, I don't know, pretty easily in Brazil. Yeah, or maybe he was just taking it to do tests on. Yeah, like a thorough doctor would. Yeah. I can't imagine small town doctors in the 
anywhere in the world were taking blood out that frequently, though, were they? No. Hmm. I remember hearing a story once from years ago about my one of my friend's granddads who ended up in a German hospital in the war and he had lost his thumb in an accident. And they the Germans like stitched his thumb into his leg. Okay. As part of an experiment to like see if it would grow his thumb back. And his thumb just grew this big weird knob on the end of it. And they took it out and were like, oh, yeah, sweet. So hang on. So putting it on his leg somehow so they, the body into the thumb? He had a severed thumb. Yeah. They slid open his leg and stuck his thumb in his leg. Stuck his thumb in the leg? In the leg okay. and stitched it all up together so his thumb was inside of his body. Like a little pocket. Yeah. And I his think thumb. the idea was that doing that, it might regrow inside his body. What? And you got a thumb in your leg? Yeah. But then they just take it out and whack it on your hand, and then like no, well, no, no the just, hand was already the like, hands attached to your, it. They didn't take the bit that cut off and put it in. Oh right, they took his stump and sewed it inside of his leg. Wait, so his so hand was always so his, his hand was it. just while he was in hospital, while oh, they were because right. they were experimenting. They're like, here's a guy who's lost his thumb. Why don't we bloody stitch his hand into his leg, and his body might regrow his thumb? Yeah, make him a little teapot. Can I suggest this? Like the thumb's not that important. Uh, uh, very important. Sets us apart from the monkeys. Yeah, people get by without thumbs every day. Yeah, but like, but here's the opportunity to try and regenerate one. Yeah, why don't we take it? But yeah, he's then so the end of his thumb was like this big weird ball. So it worked. Some something happened. Something happened to his thumb when it was inside of his body. I guess it just probably just didn't heal properly. Yeah, like it's, a, it's a weird thing to try. The Germans are like. <laughs> Whatever Yavol means. That's weird. Yeah. You've seen a thumb? You've seen the thumb? Yeah. Right. He's passed long past now. But. Okay. Jeebus. Mm. So anyway, Mingle, no, wasn't him. He had nothing to do with twins in this town. There was a theory there was something in the water. They're like, no. It's- Eventually they just got some actual scientists in and they were like, well... Can't help but notice that you've all been fucking each other yeah. <laughs> for the last 80 years. <laughs> uh, a community of, a very insular community of people from the same country. Yeah. That don't really mingle with the outside world. Mm. He's banging each other. Yeah. yeah. It was just inbreeding. Yeah. Which I guess if the explanation of your thing is inbreeding, mm. maybe then the explanation that it was a, a Nazi scientist science experiment doesn't sound as bad. Yeah. It, like, get, it lends people to be like, ooh, mystery, and mm. then not really thinking about it too much mm. more. Yeah. Because they have like a twin festival and stuff. Like their, it's, their brand is twins. Yeah. So if that is then just inbreeding. Yeah. yeah. They're like, let's make this. At least we can get some of that Nazi money. Yeah. And if we make it a Nazi <laughs> thing. Yeah. If the side effect that's being had on your community from years of inbreeding is just twins and not mutant double-headed People like down in Tasmania, mm. you're doing all right. Yeah. Jeez, Tasmanian gear. Yeah, <laughs> Fam- aren't they famously inbred? No, <laughs> just 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 a famous bit of interstate banter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's a nugget of truth in everything, guys. <laughs> so the, they found a one gene that a lot of uh, the people with twins in their family shared, mm. and they're like. This could be relate. This seems like it might be related. We don't know though. 
Mm. It's a mystery. The human body is the real mystery. Never mind your little Nazi stories. The human body is the real mystery, guys. Now, speaking of Nazis and twins, mm. I googled Nazi twins. Yeah. Um, and Prussian Blue came up. Yeah. I remember them. Do you remember them? Yeah. yeah. Do you remember them? They were on a Louis Theroux show once. They oh, were, yeah, yeah. Um, little Nazi kids. Yeah. Little yeah. Nazi pop duet. Yeah. Or country duet. Also. What are they doing now? They're not Nazis anymore. Not Nazis. They've just renounced it completely. They're into um, weed now. Yeah. One of them gave an interview and she said she loved smoking weed and listened to Bob Marley. Right. Um, and they're alternative lifestylers, for lack of a better word. What's their mum doing? Still? That's, they're they're actually Nazi, Nazi they're, as fuck. I think yeah. the mum's still a massive Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think they were in like college or whatever when the, the interview was right. published. So they were, you know, probably had a Bob Marley poster on the wall. Yeah. Smoking a sneaky college bong. Good on them. Yeah. It's probably pretty hard to break out of that if you've been indoctrinated. Mm. Like their music was just horrible. Mm. As in the the lyrics and everything. Yeah, melodies, great. Yeah, banging good, melodies, good melodies. <laughs> uh, all right. Anything else on these bloody Nazis? Uh, no, but on Brazilian twins. Okay. If anyone wants to read a really really good graphic novel, written and illustrated by some Brazilian twins. Okay. Check out Day Trippers. It's awesome. By Gabriel Barr and Fabio Moon. Good recommendation, and also arguably the best possible thing. That Solji could have said after he said, Now, on the subject of Brazilian <laughs> twins. <laughs> All right. All right, we're back. We're going to talk about Black Abraham Lincoln in a moment. There's been a bit of discussion amongst the uh, Hypothopod crew so, about whether there, <laughs> were, there were two Nazi scientists, one called Mengele and one called Mengels. So Robbo and I have just, just, just decided that we've both been massively Mandela-affected or fucking Mandela-affected by this one. Yeah. Because a couple of weeks ago on an episode, I mentioned... This psycho doctor Mengels who was yeah. doing all these experiments, and then earlier in this episode, I was like, "Wait, but who's who's Mengels?" And Cam's like, "That's no, another guy." Yeah, I'm like, "Ah," oh. and then I like sneakily did a a little. I'm going to be better than you guys and fucking prove you wrong and look it up. Interesting way to approach it, but okay. <laughs> Search for who this other guy I was thinking of was, and it's that guy. Yeah, and I up until now have always just assumed his name was Joseph Mengels. Yeah. Yeah, in my mind, there's always been a famous Mengels who was a bad Nazi dude. Yeah. As opposed to the good Nazis. Yeah. Uh, but it turns out there's not even anyone close no, to that. No, and Mengele's Mengels, the only guy. It's Mengele. Yeah. Mengale or whatever. Mengele or Mengele. Uh, and so I, if you think the same. Yeah. If you, uh, if if you were been, listening the other week and you were like, yeah, Salty, you're right. That Mengels guy was fucking horrible. Yeah. I remember that guy. And now you're also going, what? Yeah. Well, I think Addis. If. Like me, you heard them, they heard you say Mengels. They probably just thought you were just being quite informal about Mengele. Like, that's what you'd call them down the pub. Yeah. Oh, no. Mengels. But I, I didn't want to, you know, cause eruption by mentioning No, it. if he's down the pub, you call them Mingos. Yeah, Mango. Mango. Anyway. Mangoes. Hey, Mangoes is here. 
Let's talk about... Like Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. This is one you brought to the table. Just want to make that clear. Yeah, well, I was watching... Um, <laughs> Seeing Robert from a massive failure. Yeah, right? Well, so Kanye West has, has been on a bit of a tear of late. Right. Yeah. Kanye said it must be true. All right. Yeah. Okay, you want me to... You gonna... go, go on, please. Go on. Anyway, and someone asked him about slavery because he said that the 13th Amendment should be abolished. Which is? Abolishing slavery. Right. Uh... I think Kanye was just not really that well informed. But someone if said, you can believe it. So does it? Does that mean somewhere else in the Constitution it says you may have black slaves? Yeah. So I and think then someone's gone asterisks. See Seventeenth Amendment. Thirteenth. Thirteenth Amendment. I think so. I'm assuming that's how it works. Right. I've never actually read the Constitution. I don't know why they don't just and just delete that bit. Just <laughs> scratch it out. Because they're like they're like insanely for you can't change constitutions, but you can amend it. But you can amend it if you've got a line in about slavery. Yeah, right. So, so someone asked uh, Kanye West about that. And he said, do you know Abraham Lincoln was black? You heard of that one? And the guy was like, yeah. Yeah, of course I have. Everyone's heard of Everyone it. Everyone knows that. I had it. Had yeah. you heard this? No. Okay. No, me neither. So there is a long-running theory that Abraham Lincoln was black. Right. And that's um, why you're so against the, sli- the whole slave thing. Yeah, yeah. Not that he was a... Good bloke. Yeah. <laughs> Just just doing it with ulterior motives. Yeah. Um and he even referred to himself apparently as black a couple of times. Did he now? Yeah. Was he just trying to be like solidarity? Well, I think he wasn't the um Wikipedia says, but whether and whether he meant either in an ancestral sense is unknown. Right. So whether or not he was just saying like We're all black. If you yeah, go back far enough. Something like that. Or something yeah. Um right. it's not really clear, but he Described himself um, in 1938 as black and his complexion as dark. So there are alleged photos of him that make him look really like a black dude. Yeah. I don't think they're I think I saw legitimate one of those all. photos and it looks like a completely different guy. Yeah. Just has the same beard. Yeah. Um, but there Just are... Any dude with a huge beard and a massive hat. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there are yeah a lot of people that think maybe he had like a black mother and and his actual parents weren't his real parents or something Um, doesn't really seem to be much to it but there might be they don't address any of that in Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter Mm, it's weird that they left that topic that's where I did all my research (laughs) I did mind watching the animated version of Amazing Screw on Head the Mike Mignola comic I don't know what that is oh and I've got gear that you don't have. <laughs> um, so, yeah, maybe he was. Probably not, though. Maybe he, watch. Had a rela- maybe he had a black relation somewhere. and yeah. That's about it, really. I did start to watch one video on it. Abraham Lincoln was black. And it come on. And the guy was just, I just fucking turned it off. Was it the one that was just like a st- static image? And the guy was just chatting over it? Yeah, like with that mesh-looking grey generic eye movie. Background, oh, okay. and then it had Abraham Lincoln is black, and then his channel name. And he just kept going, Welcome to my channel. It's something, something history of society channel. This is where I talk about the history of society. That's why it's called the history of society <laughs> channel. I'm just like, Fuck off, mate. Get a robot in to do this. <laughs> and then I flipped forward a bit, and then they had, he had the photo of Abraham Lincoln, and then the other, the black guy. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know who this black guy is, but everyone knows the other guy's Abraham Lincoln. 
I'm like, and? <laughs> and he wasn't, didn't seem to be explaining anything. So I was just like, okay, I'm just going to walk away from this video. This and, is my research done. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go look up the fact that he was from like Atlantis or an alien or something. And? There's heaps of gear on that. Let's go. Well, he had, he had a really long... You better have something. <laughs> he had a really long face. Yeah. And like he was quite a, a big man. He was very, very strong. Mm. And I think he also had long spindly hands, fingers. spindly fingers. Like mm. an Atlantean. Did Atlanteans have long fingers? Is that what they had? Well, this is part of the whole thing of... There was a bit of a theory that uh, Lincoln had a thing called Marfan syndrome. People with Marfan syndrome have like really long limbs. Mm. And they're quite tall and quite lanky, like Lincoln was. Um, long fingers. There's a really famous horrorman who plays a lot of like horror characters in movies. Oh, he was in The Conjuring. Is this the same guy with Marfan yeah, syndrome? Yeah, I think so, yeah. And he's always covered in makeup. You never know what he looks like, but he's like got super long, really weird spindly fingers and stuff. Mm. But they also think that's what um, King Akhenaten might have had, the pharaoh from Egypt who was like in the, all of his statues. He has a really long, elongated face. Mm. And he was... And all those carvings of him and hieroglyphs of him, he has like really weird long fingers and stuff too. So they think he had that syndrome as well. Slender Man probably had it. Yeah, Slender Man definitely has it. Yeah. Sorry, should I? Has. Not has. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Sorry. Putting Slender Man <laughs> in an early grave. <laughs> but um, I think that was, people thought Akhenaten was different. He was very different as a pharaoh. He's the one that introduced worshipping the sun rather than all the mm. gods. I think mm. I talked about that a couple of episodes ago. And there was... That whole misconception that Egypt was fucking built in, like the society was built overnight. Yeah, yeah. Comes into the whole thing of the Atlanteans coming. And I think that bloodline ran through to Abe Lincoln. Right. Which is why he was such an extraordinary person because that bloodline come out. His fucking fingers got all long and he got all skinny. And lived the- Gave him powers. Yeah. Huh. Or an alien. Or an alien. Aliens are weird and long too. (laughs) Good point. Good point. But it goes back to all the skulls they found with all the long heads and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That was all related to that. Is that why he always wore a stove top hat to hide his long hair? Yeah. You see how much head he had inside that hat. (laughs) It's a cone head situation. Uh, I also gave up on looking up anything about Abraham Lincoln being black. And Salty mentioned a few episodes ago that uh, Abe Lincoln was a giant truther. Yeah. Hmm. And I found... So so famously quoted as saying... Uh, he's quote, it's something like uh, talking about the uh, giant, the bones of the giant races that walk the mm. earth. I think the quote says, he's, is that Niagara Falls, right? He says yeah. something about the eyes of the extinct giants who used to walk these lands, whose bones rest in the hills mm. of America. Blah, blah, blah. Which even... Uh, clarify it first. Well, I looked up the whole quote, and he's talking about like mammoths and mastodons and things. Yeah, okay. But then, is he though? Well, that's the thing. People are like, no, those are two separate sentences. In one of them, he's talking about the bones of the giants that walk the earth, which rest in the yep. in the hills of America, the shepherds of the mastodons. And then yeah. in the second <laughs> sentence, he's talking about a separate issue, even though it is directly after the first sentence. So the fact that it's directly after the first sentence makes it clear that it's a separate issue. He's talking about mastodons and mammoths who, whose bones also rest in the hills next to their masters, the Nephilim. So Abraham Lincoln's famous for abolishing slavery. Yeah. I feel like he was willing to make a stand on something he believed in. Yeah. So he, if he... Do you think if it was a giant truth that he would have just been like, 
Giants, they were Giants. Yeah, he wouldn't just like mention it once. You'd be, and we've got all of his letters like where he talks about many, many things that you know people didn't realize while he's alive. Mm. Surely he would have when he's you know emailing, writing a letter to I don't know his old flame. By the way, by the way, Giants, Giants, mm. totally, totally into them. Maybe his love of believing in Giants was so. All encompassing that he didn't need to mention it. If he'd mentioned anything about it, they'd be like, oh, here it is again. Yeah, maybe. Let me read another historical account mm-hmm. of eyewitnesses. They wrote Tall palms were linked by a network of inextricable, inextricable creepers, a carpet of moss covering the ground, and the leaves were colorless, everything having a brownish hue. Exploring the forest, they discovered a herd of gigantic animals, mastodons which were being marshaled by a primitive human being, a Proteus. He stood over 12 foot high and brandished an enormous bow, a crook worthy of this antediluvian shepherd. Whoa. Who's, what's that a, an account from? Yeah, Rick Abraham Wake, Lincoln? Rick Wakeman's Journey to the Center <laughs> of the Earth. <laughs> so that, that famous historical document. Yeah. 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 Now, I they were shepherded, mate. They had shepherds. <laughs> I think you might have actually, you might have pilled me a little bit on uh, Lincoln because didn't he, he famously gave a speech that there's no record of. Yeah, maybe. There's one of his, his most famous speech, there's no record of what he talked about, but everyone who was there started a band. No, everyone who was there agreed it was like the most amazing speech he'd ever given. Was that the four score and seven years ago? One? No, because we know what was in that. It was all about stuff that happens four score and seven years ago. Yeah. No, he, there's some speech he gave where they're like, Oh, what an absolute cracker of a speech. All of the like accounts of it are like, this speech was amazing. Yeah. Best speech he's ever done. Famously one of the most brilliant orators, and this was the best one. Mm. But no one knows what was in it. Yeah. It could have all just been about giants. Yeah. And they're like, it was a really convincing speech, but we can't put it in the paper because yeah. we can't talk about the Nephilim or the Illuminati will fucking shut our paper down. Yeah. So does no one... Know- I kind of want to. I wish I'd looked into the speech now. So, like if it was that good, someone would be like, "No, it was about." Is there a plot of a movie or something where they, they're like, "Oh, that speech is actually hidden in the jacket of one of the jackets he wore at some point, and they find it, or in a watch or something." Maybe National Treasure. Is that in that? <laughs> uh, does Hateful Eight have a Lincoln letter that they're all trying to get? Uh, uh yeah. Someone, someone got a letter. From Lincoln. Yeah, yeah. So the actual theory with the speech mm. is that it, it was probably an anti-slavery speech mm. and it was probably a little bit more forthright than some of his later speeches. Because yeah, he was against slavery, but he also he had a lot of people that were pro-slavery that he had to deal with. Mm. So the idea, the thinking is that the speech was probably a very strong anti-slavery speech that wouldn't have played well. Yeah. And also, if there's one that, that you might have been at that no one else knows what, what it was. Yeah, just say how good it was. Of course you're going to say it's the best. Nah, you had to be there. Yeah. It was breathtaking. Oh, you're talking about his other one, four score and whatever. Yeah. Our one, he used a proper numbering system, so we all knew yeah. exactly what he was saying. <laughs> just make something up. So yeah, it was given at Blooming, the Bloomington Convention, May 29th, 1856 in Illinois. 
Traditionally regarded as lost because it was so engaging that reporters neglected to take notes. <laughs> the speech is believed to have been an impassioned condemnation of slavery. It's that, possible the text was deliberately lost owing to its controversial content. That would never fly with the bosses. Oh, yeah. turn on that story, journo oh, champ. I was just too, oh, was too, too, engaging. too good. Away. Yeah, I didn't get it because it was too good. Yeah. yeah, if I had got it, it would have been a great story. That's... <laughs> Is this just one where all of the journalists are like, oh, he's just going to do some, like, some fucking speech. Let's all go to the pub. Yeah. And then they get back to the office and their boss is like, I heard it was a really impassioned bloody slamming of the whole slavery thing. You got that down, didn't you? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> it was too impassioned. Um, so in 1896, uh, attorney... Henry Clay Whitney published his account of the speech. Mm. Um, what, 40 years later? He claimed yeah. that he took notes. Been busy, buddy. Yeah. Oh, right. So it wasn't that engaging then. And yeah, no. He took notes during it and based his version on the notes. They don't seem to have put that here. As in what he talked about? Yeah, no. <laughs> like, no, this article is about how it's lost. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to stay lost. Speaking of like being super engaged with stuff. I remember, I think the first time I saw the music video for uh, Tool Song Sober, I watched what? it. Yeah, it's a really good video. Clip. I watched it yeah, and got to the end of it. I was like, I didn't even hear the song. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to go back and listen to it again. Good song. And not watch the, the, the screen because I was like, I got too fucking engaged in the video. Yeah, yeah. So you, based on your experience with Tool, you yeah. think that these journalists could have been so engaged by the Lincoln speech? If Lincoln... Well, yeah, unveiled a banger of a stop motion story. Yeah, very tragic. If he was doing something epic, some epic dance performance, yeah, while he was talking, yeah, yeah. and they were <laughs> taken away by the dance yeah, and didn't yeah. hear what he was saying, they I obviously know what he was talking about because they were engaged with it. Yeah, I, I can see how that would happen. Have you seen the video clip to Sober? Oh, very good. Yeah. All of Tool's videos are great. Yeah, it's too bad all their fucking songs sucked after that one album. <laughs> Um, so at me I dare you <laughs> uh, what else do we find on Abraham Lincoln good bloke yep yeah, seven like a nice bloke. There's good a- fighter good fighter yeah, yeah right famously really good f- boxer you know in um, the in Fight Club mm. in the book Fight Club they talk about how lanky guys had to have their own little side league in the Fight Club right because lanky guys are like really good at fighting yeah. and they're really like uh, endurance. They're good at, good at yeah. endurance and stuff. And so no one wanted to fight them. Right. So in the movie, that doesn't really come up, but it's in the book. Yeah. Mm. There you go. Thanks. So he's lanky. So he would have been a good fighter per the yeah. fight club. But he would have had to have been in a little apartheid fight club. Yeah. 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 Uh, Is that a, a good book? I've yeah, never, it's really I've good. I've never read the book. I the, loved the movie though. I've read a few of his books and I think that's probably the best. Right. There's a lot of stuff about Abraham. They're also all the same story. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so just read that one and just just change the characters and the scenario. Yeah. Except in one of them, the page numbers go backwards. Uh, what? what? Oh, he's blown up the lit- the whole literary thing. <laughs> wow. We're really going at, at two people with impassioned <laughs> fan bases. Tall and Chuck Falamuck. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of stuff about Abraham Lincoln... And his assassination, but perhaps we'll talk about that another day. Oh, really? Because I've got, I did all the, I mean, we just were going to talk about Abraham Lincoln things and now you're. All right. Sorry. Cut that. 
Well, no, it's fine. How long have we gone for? 19 minutes. Well, do you want to pack the entirety of the Lincoln assassination into the next 10 minutes? Or do you want to do a full episode on it? Oh, look at this sad little face. I guess we'll do a full episode on it. Hey, listeners, I had a really good gear. I even had some jokes worked out. Can I just tell the jokes? Yeah, what do you No, jo- I don't have any what jokes. What are your little jokes? I don't have any jokes. It'd be funny if you'd pre-written jokes. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd pre if you Oh hang on, let me check if I did had pre-written. pre-written jokes, I'd be asking the question, why didn't you do that before? Mm. And then if you said that you had, I would have some further questions to ask. Wait, are you saying all my, my jokes? You can cut this. My bants are not up to scratch. I'm not saying his jokes was probably like, oh, at the opera, damn near killed her. <laughs> <laughs> So when are we going to do this other episode? I'm just going to write that one down. <laughs> all right. Are we done? Yeah, I guess so. Slightly shorty, short episode. That's all right. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do another episode, John Wilkes. Yeah. Conspiracies. Sure. Sounds good. All right. All right. If people want to find us online, Robbo, where can they do that? I don't know. Hypothetialinstitute.com? Yep. Yep. Cookedunits.com for our merch. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can look at us up on all the socials, or just Facebook and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hypothepod on Twitter and the Hypothetical Institute. Punch that into Facebook and you'll find us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patreon.com slash Hypothepod. Yeah. And I can find you, Robbo. At Ale of a Time, aleofatime.com. Keg Bottle Can is in all good bookshops if you want to learn about beers. Yep. Great late Mother's Day present. Yeah. Yep. Great. Just a great gift for yourself as Get well. Get it for your aunties. Yeah. And yourself. Yeah. Two copies. Yeah. Salt. So, uh, you can get me at so much on Twitter uh, or Instagram for my art stuff. I'm currently doing two daily art challenges for October. I'm doing Inktober and I'm doing Draw Halloween. Draw Halloween. So I'm doing two two drawings every day. Yeah. Based on prompts. Cool. I'm doing them all in ink wash. So I'm like, it's completely different for me. Wait. You've got Inktober, so that's going to be an ink. Is Draw Halloween, does that have to be an ink too? Or no, it doesn't. Gonna... I just chose to do it in ink as well. Because you've got the ink out already. Yeah. Mm. Well, Inktober, I'm doing completely in ink wash with no no lines, no outlines. Mm. But Draw Halloween, I'm, I'm doing outlines and then ink washing within the lines. It's been looking good so far. Some spooky little drawings. Thank you. October is probably the month with the most names. Yeah. October. October. Rocktober. Rocktober. Yeah. Clocktober. Flocktober. Flocktober. Yeah. Right. And uh, Anderson Lash Illustration on Facebook. <laughs> you don't want to keep doing this gear? Check no. out Tohara on Patreon. You can find me at Sexenheimer on Twitter. Gather around me on Facebook and iTunes for my other podcast. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Don't worry about a thing. Whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation in which to disarm Australia I said don't worry about a thing I accept You can definitely hear John Lennon say I buried Paul at the end of Strawberry Fields forever Ooh, Don't worry about a thing
except not only did Bush do 9-11, but he also keeps the planes out in Area 51, which let's not forget where all of the aliens are. Don't worry about a thing, except Donald Trump is clearly a woman and you're just blind if you can't see them. Why don't you open your eyes?